Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Bullets of Broadcast. I'm with Greg. Hi, we weren't cancelled. It wasn't no. a cancellation. We're, we, <laughs> we're still we here. Had, we just missed a few weeks. Yeah. Jared, you're here as well. I'm also here. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to apologise for the last couple of weeks and not being around. Um, life decided to appear. I was say, life happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we're back and... I'm actually quite We're going Greg, strong. We're ready. Yeah, Greg We're prepared. seems quite interested to talk about the first piece. So let's let's talk about the whole Outlast Two controversy, um, and the fact that it may not come out in Australia or it may be edited. Well, uh, I mean, it, so here's here's the thing. So in Australia, they have quite tight laws around games and what they can show and all sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in uh, in Outlast 2, uh, we know um, that there's going to be some pretty dodge stuff, as it is an Outlast game. Uh, spoilers, um, probably in advance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, there's the, the the particular snafu with the Australian game board thing um, was with some sexual violence or implied sexual violence or whatever that happens in the game. Um, so that's offended them quite a bit. Um, so they don't want that in the game, and I I don't know. We've yet to get a response from the uh, Red Barrels. I think it is that make yeah, that's right. Two. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't know if they're planning on cutting that content specifically for Australia or that sort of thing. Um, we don't know uh, what's going to happen with that, but it's possible that Outlast Two may not see a release in Australia. It's happened before. Um, it's happened with Hotline Miami Two. It mm-hmm. happened with Saints Row Two, but I think uh, Saints Row Four even. But they um, didn't Saints even 4, um, they removed the offending content. They, they, it happens with loads of games. Yeah, Australia. Didn't like GTA Five happened like something with that as well too. Yeah, wasn't it the torture scene? Didn't they have to do something to the torture scene? I think so. I think it was the torture scene that had to um, be cut or something like that. To be fair, I mean the, the the situation in question is a pretty messed up situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a big paragraph here, but long story short, the main character, um, the main character gets something like some psycho dust blown into his face that causes him to hallucinate or some shit. It's a psychoactive dust. Um, oh, unless he stumbles into a forest clearing. In the forest clearing, he finds this ra- ritualistic orgy happening. Um, oh. He can hear his wife calling out, it hurts, oh God. And she's like hung from chains from the ceiling. Um, there's all these humanoid creatures chanting and having sex and shit. Uh, this, this, this is the exact quote from here. One creature has another bent over a rock, frosting as they implicitly have re-entry sex. Another sits astride the pelvic region of a creature prone on the ground, moving their hips rhythmically as if to implicitly have sex. Um, and then basically the main character gets pinned down um, his hands, his hell was that he gets pushed onto his back, hold, his arms held to the ground, and a creature repeatedly thrusts her crotch against him. He says, No, stop that. The creature thrusts again before placing its face over his midsection and then sitting up and wiping his mouth. So oh my gosh, that sounds awful. <laughs> basically, a regular Saturday night. Um, yeah. Oh, place. yeah, yeah. Just, just a normal day. This, this, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's interesting though because I don't, I can't think of any games that have actually had a rape scene 
in them. Like, yeah, I mean, there's been like vulgar racing. stuff in games. No, but I not... mean, yeah, I was I was thinking about this before we start recording. Like the the closest I can think is The Last of Us, but even then, that was only a implied rape scene. That wasn't physically seen. Like, yeah. like physically, yeah, seeing it. It was a bit like he he climbed on top of her, but then she cut him with a machete, and like you knew what he was going to do. Yeah, but there was they never didn't like show he, him actually yeah, doing he, it. Yeah, he never like he never removed any clothing or anything like that. It was very, I don't want to say tasteful, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it was it's a tasteful race. The, the man was a gentleman about it. You know what I mean? It was they they used the power of implying an action rather yeah, than showing yeah. the action exactly they, they, they weren't explicit they didn't um it was, that is, yeah, it was that's the word that slipped my mind explicit thank you yeah. <laughs> well i i knew the word you were looking for but i wanted to watch you scramble <laughs> just <laughs> suffer and squirm that's nice yeah. good i mean looking out greg <laughs> this just whole kind of thing just raises the question of like does this is there a place for this in this kind of? That's what I was thinking. Is he just like walking around one day and he walks into the forest and this is just happening, or does this actually have to do with the furthering of the plot of this game? I mean, why can you like if they're this whole kind of cult of humanoids that insist on inbreeding and having sex with one another, whatever it is they're doing? Why can you not just find that through, like? journal entries or something that's told in yeah, the environment exactly. which do all the time I'm gonna take a position of opposition to you two today Ooh, okay, so rare yeah like you've never done that before no <laughs> never ever done before I think it's actually quite courageous of Red Barrels to break this taboo um because it happens in film it happens in TV there's rape scenes just Game of Thrones it's one of the most popular shows on the planet and there's like a rape every week you know it's i was unfamiliar i've never watched game of thrones so i was unfamiliar there's a there's like a rape every week ben like a visual like like this is happening visual rape or is it's like the most of them happened in the first season they've seemed to have backed off from it a little bit but like you visibly see it happening quite a few times in a lot of scenes in the first season and some, some other seasons as well um it ha- like it's rape is something that is now acceptable if done you know not in a ha 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 she's being raped way but in a this is dark we're supposed to hate that character and we're supposed to uh, appreciate mm. that rape is a serious issue and you know this is to shed light on it rather than make it something that we can't talk about um i think it's good that gaming is uh, well red barrels are trying to elevate gaming to the mature enough position to discuss rape as a theme um like artistically um mm-hmm. it's i don't i i get that it would be bad if they were using it just as a way for the game to be talked about and they had no artistic point to make with it and all yeah. they were doing was just like let's put a rape scene in it for the controversy so people will talk about it and i wonder mm. if that probably was a part of the thing i don't know it's honestly it's more likely in my mind that they put it in because they wanted it's a horror game they want to be horrifying yeah. they want to be shocking they want to be uncomfortable they want you to have an uncomfortable time watching it and they want you to feel you know awful i guess that's like the point of a horror game surely mm-hmm. yeah i suppose it could as well like it could be to do with the whole like, like you said but like the themes of the games and stuff 
because like they're humanoid yeah. but they're humanoid creatures so it's like they they represent humans but what they're doing isn't human like it's not a a good right thing to do like what a, a moral human yeah exactly would do um yeah i suppose like well now you said that Greg, really thinking about it it could be like an attempt to bring game into on par with movies in terms of storytelling mm-hmm. um obviously did i win but did yeah, i win no, you both over i i, I, I don't I, feel like movies and tv shows go that far though like what you read ben was just like yeah crazy i mean intense. it is fucked up to be fair but you know like what you have to look at really when you think about it is you have to look at the the cult like the cultural and the historic setting that is happening so mm-hmm. when you go back like sort of what it'd be about 40 years now 30 40 years when exorcist come out that yeah. was very much like no 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 this is the worst of the worst and you then everyone kind of you don't yeah everyone kind of got over that and then it was like um well when I did film for like two months in A levels, it was called torture porn, like um, like hostel, oh, nice. saw. It, no, this is what it's called, like saw hostel, those kinds of movies, the way there's yeah, literally just people being tortured, basically. Yeah. Um, and we kind of we moved past that to the point where that's acceptable, and it's like, oh yeah, it's another saw movie. Oh, that's really disgusting, but it's cool. It's a movie. So, yeah. it, especially like. The fucking yeah, thinking about it, Greg's pretty much actually fucking spot on, really. Like, in, <laughs> no, you've done it again, Greg. In terms of, you have to think in terms of of game making. What is the next level for violence? We have yeah. decapitate. You know, for honor, you have decapitations. We have people being shot. We have people being ripped apart. We have all kinds of shit. Maybe this is what they have to do to depict true horror now. That's you know, true. I, I'll I'll give you that because, like you said, there is games nowadays are very gory and with like better visuals, they look more realistic as well too. But even when you see that in a game, you're just like, oh, like like, like take Mortal Kombat for instance. You, know, you see that it's like it's very gory and awful, but you're not like eh, it's not like too phasing. But just listening to you like read that description was like, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. This is like the next step for like horror. This is like seeing that it's gonna be the next step. I think my like the the end of the story for me really is the way that this scene will play out with the rest of the game. Um, if something That's what happen- I say. if something happens and say for instance the wife ends up giving birth to some sort of humanoid creature or some shit and that plays a pivot in the game or like it, as long as it has some context and it has some relevance and it's as much as it does horrify, as long as it's not just to horrify, then I suppose it's really like a just film. As long as yeah. rape's not being used as a commodity or in any way being glorified, then it's not oh, yeah. a problem with me. Um, I, I, you mm. know, if they're just doing it to get attention and it's like, oh, look, rape is so edgy, guys, sort of thing, then that's not good. But I feel like any game studio willing to include rape scenes are gonna be really sure that they're doing it right or they wouldn't do it at all because that's like poison for their own game if they're just gonna have a game that just yeah exactly yeah yeah it says here that um i was just reading a bit more about this um it says 
the board's decision, which has been provided to Kotaku Australia based upon multiple scenes, where even though it is implied that the main character, Blake, is hallucinating, sexual violence is implied. Um, and it said that the scenes that were described in the reasons why the game was not cla- will not be classified in Australia were not an extensive list of the content. So why that's not like a, it's not an isolated incident it's not like um this kind of gore and this kind of horror yeah it, it's it's very hard to sort of talk about this really when you only have the one description of a scene to go off of yeah yeah exactly you need the context behind like what is actually happening leading up to yeah. the scene or like exactly. the importance yeah, I need... of the scene as well too yeah you need to know everything that's happening before and after yeah hmm Okay, this, this should be interesting. Anyone who's actually listening to this, this is going to cause... Yeah, it's going to be... Some, well, hopefully cause some discussion. It's nice to have people actually talking about stuff. It's interesting as well um, for anyone in the audience who have the time to look... look type into Google, into your old Google box, um, uh, Games Banned in Australia. Um, and you will find a very, very long list. And I've looked at it myself today after... Uh, uh, we're finding out the topic today would be this Um, and a lot of them are banned for reasons of games having sexual violence in them or for in any way encouraging drug use which I found interesting as those were the moral lines that were often drawn um, by these developers uh, not by uh, by the gaming Australian board of banning games and being uh, damp rags and boring what time this is Kotaku Australia yeah so, 10 a.m. Hang on, sorry. Sorry to go a little bit off, stri- off script. Uh, 10 a.m. Off script, as oh. if this is all script. <laughs> it's always okay, the train. So, it's always... No, hang on. Um, uh, Australia time to GMT. They are plus 11. Wow. Um, anyway, the reason I was saying that is because I just found this trending topic on Kotaku Australia. Wow. Outlast has been re-rated R18 Plus in Australia. After initially being refused classification, Outlast 2 will be released in Australia next month with a R18 Plus. In a statement provided to Press Start, developer Red Barrel was confirmed that the classification board has opted to give Outlast 2 an 18 Plus rating following a review of its initial decision. Basically, <laughs> this is the bit that I love. So the, the statement says that there will only be one version of Outlast 2 available worldwide, indicating Red Barrels did not submit a modified version of the game to the censors. So they, they basically <laughs> like, screw you, you're just getting like, Okay, well, that's, that's good. Um, that, that's close. So we is almost it, moved is on to R18 our next topic. Plus? Like, yeah, it's going to oh, be okay. R18. Plus. Now, is that more than usual i don't i don't know like if if you go i don't understand australian well different countries have different like things yeah I mean... like with us there's mature but then after mature there's adult i don't think i've ever seen a game to get an adult rating but i feel like that's yeah. kind of what this rating is it's kind of above the the norm for games whereas in the uk we have specific age gating so we'll have three plus twelve yeah, 15, we, uh, we run it that way. I'm just looking on the Australian classification yeah. site now to have a look to see. I was just curious because I wasn't sure. 
How does it work? In, so with America, you'll have like mature. Is that like an like so you can't legally sell the games to people from an age, or are they just advised it, it, it's immature of a baby trying? Yeah, to, like, so it, it it's not illegal that you can't do it. It's just it's advice. So like mature is I think seventeen and up. So when you go to purchase a game, if you're younger than that, you have to have a parent's consent, and then they'll tell the parent, hey. Just letting you know, this game has drug abuse. It has like sexual content, and if the parent gives consent, then the, you can sell them the game. But if a parent isn't present, um, then they yeah. If the parent isn't present, yeah, correct. The R eighteen plus in Australia is just equivalent to the eighteen plus, like the eighteen in the UK. So it'd be like an M in America. Okay. Interesting. So is this isn't like the a highest... crazy rating or something like that no it's just the, it's the highest rating that you can receive in australia yeah so it, it's because like it's halo gets wonder, a mature rating which is interesting i wonder okay halo gets mature what it gets yeah. 17 and above yep well you, you have to think is like could yeah 17 and above for halo what that's well strange i've always found halo to be like really like a really kid-friendly shooter. I mean, I guess the flood are a bit spooky sometimes, but like, that's really mm -hmm. it. Like, there's no real. Yeah, Halo was a, I, was, I was just making shooter. sure, but yeah, Halo is a mature rating. Wow, that's crazy. That's absolutely. I think wild. that I don't know about five. I don't know hmm. if I got a. That's weird. Rating. Okay, well. It's literally just as I was on Outlast 2 article for the Kotaku piece, it was just there next to it. That's close, Ben. We almost became dangerously out of date. I know. It was only <laughs> released a couple of hours ago. Yeah, see, we're present. Uh, we're, we're contemporary. We're a news yes. site called podcast. We're bringing you the news as it happens, when it Whoa. happens, if it happens St once a week. Sticking, sticking with contemporary. <laughs> then. Once let's, a month. Let's talk, let's talk about, uh Destiny 2 then. If we're gonna, we're gonna oh, talk bring about, it back. We're gonna talk about contemporary. Um, Destiny two. Leaks. I actually, I forgot about this until Jared said about it. Actually. Yeah, Jared. Now we have to talk about Destiny two. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, so, sorry guys, it's my fault. So, um, yeah, if if the leaked images are to be believed, and uh, I have to say they look pretty fucking real. They do. They look pretty legit. Um, these are these are what posters from is it like from a game shop or something? I would imagine so. Um, basically, like promotional posters that say Destiny Two, with three people standing on them, and in the background you have a nice little junk city. I suppose you'd what, how would you describe that? It looks. It looks oh, like I a, don't know. Actually, there's like solar panels. It looks panels. like a perfectly reasonable city, Jeremy. I wouldn't say it's junk city. <laughs> okay, that that could be city any band. city. Come that on. could what be Portsmouth. How dare I mean? you call my city junk? <laughs> what I mean by that is it, it doesn't look like the futuristic cities you'd expect. It looks like something from Tatooine or some shit. <laughs> it looks perfectly serviceable. What's your it problem with it this? It, to, me, to me, that looks rather like industrial and maybe possibly slightly derelict industrial just means there's jobs that doesn't mean <laughs> derelict hey, each, to, each, to, each to his own each to his own i think I you've got a city prejudice you need on, to deal ben. with yeah i haven't got a city prejudice oh. i think you might why 
<laughs> Were you just like looking at outlines of buildings and saying that's a shit looking building? <laughs> what a terrible building. How, why did they build that? You're like an architecture critic. No one asked for an architecture critic. And here you are being an architecture critic and just ripping the shit out of cities. what they do to you? Hey, what? what to, uh... Anyway. People live there. They pay rent there. They bought <laughs> those buildings. Too. They live in those gardens. Their kids play in those streets. Those are the only streets that they can play in because they live there. Don't be all fussing it on looks, their city. It looks fucking terrible. This, this podcast just got super real. Like fucking pollution. It's and... just dusty. It's a dusty day. It's a dusty day. <laughs> yes. I will admit all that it does give off a Tatooine days. vibe. Thank you, it does give off a Tatooine vibe, doesn't it? Just because he's dusty doesn't mean it's like a, a hive of scum and villainy. No, I mean in terms no, of the appearance, in terms city. of the citizens. I'm not, you're the one that brought the citizens into it, I'm talking about the appearance of the city. Jesus yeah, well, the citizens are great, their city looks like crap. Yeah. It's yeah. the best they could do, alright? <laughs> With the money and the resources and everything they had available, it's the best that they could do. It's a good effort, all right? Okay, you, you, if you want to think that, Greg, uh, uh, we, we, can, we can say that each to their own. Bah. <laughs> Fine. Um, okay, so the poster says that Destiny 2 will be releasing on... Is that 8th or 6th? 8th yeah, September. September 8th this year, which is interesting because we haven't heard anything of it besides them saying hey destiny 2 is going to be a thing yeah well, well there was a thing wasn't that like a finance call a little while ago that said it was going to come out this year but they didn't give um oh, yeah an activision's quarterly earnings call they said it was going to release in the mm. 2017 window but they didn't say when mm. well, um, i definitely see it at e3 this year then mm, well probably I mean, the, the the thing that everyone else is kind of talking about, well, some dude is talking about on Twitter, a drunk cat, um, is the little symbol in the top right that's the PlayStation exclusive symbol. You know, the, the blue and white no. uh, symbol that they stick on to say that it's exclusive. Um, that's yeah. probably... Where is this? In a, well, if you on look, the image. Yeah, if you yeah, look at the image, the top the right, there's like the... Um, they always do this square with an out a white border and it will give like a number of days so for instance if it's like got two weeks it will say 14 and it will say uh playstation exclusive or something like some bollocks like that mm. okay and that's, that's basically that's just to symbolize that it's an exclusive because i think the the original destiny came that the beta came to playstation a week before xbox mm. mm-hmm um, I mean, so it's not surprising. PlayStation is always doing stuff like that, getting content early. Um, so it's not surprising that Destiny 2's beta would come on PlayStation first. Yeah, it just kind of... I don't know. I don't really know what to say to be honest. I'm not a massive Destiny fan, but for those of you who are interested, it seems Where's... like PlayStation may be getting the beta again first. Well, it's not. That's not a big deal, is it? Who, who really cares about betas that much? Oh, Greg, this is the internet. You know they love blowing things out of proportion. Well, yeah, I mean, there's like a whole mob mentality and there's also a knee-jerk, oh, no, my console, it's being affronted, fuck Destiny sort of thing. But, like... Oh, hey, just... PlayStation, PlayStation sucks, do 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 
stuff like that. Just because, like, you know, Liverpool gets the wind before Cardiff doesn't mean, like, that's a problem. Like, it just happened that Like, it's not a big thing. It just, no one wants the wind that much. It's just a beta. It's not even the real game. Like, chill. Like, <laughs> preemptively chill. That's not a big deal. It's just a beta. Just yeah, but chill. I kind of... It's literally just... It's literally just something to hang over the heads of the people on the other consoles, isn't it? That's all oh, it is, yeah, right? Totally. Really. But hey, we get to play this week before you do. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Greg. Exactly. <laughs> I just... It's just... Don't mind I, me don't, just dying. I don't get... I never understood this. Why could they not just carry Destiny on with just expansions? That's what I thought. Um, like I said, when they came out, they're like, hey, this is going to be a 10-year game that you're going to play for the rest of your life. But I, I thought from the start that that was a very ambitious idea because... Oh, yeah, of course. The only real way to drum up the kind of press that you get is through releasing a new game. I mean, you can ex- release as many expansions as you like, but they're never going to get the same press coverage. And indeed, coverage on storefronts um, as it would get with a brand new release, and I know they said this is going to be the game that lasts ten years, but I, d- I always thought from the start that that's either a terrible idea, or they're going to go back on it, or they're going to have to do I... something with their expansions to get a lot of press. Well, to be fair, I suppose from yeah. from a from like a, a technical point, how many expansions can you have simultaneously on one game before it starts to? Yeah. Well, wasn't it um, become is, is it too Warcraft much of an effort for the console to run? A bunch of expansions on it. Yeah, but look at the power you need to run that kind of game, like with that kind of shit on it. No, yeah, exactly. Um, plus, like, I've, shouldn't it be? Should it not be called like Destiny Two rather than Two? Because it's not. If it's the game you're going to play for ten years, then it's not a sequel as such, is it? It's like a continuation, but we know. need a new release to keep the hype going. Yeah, exactly. That's essentially what it is. It's, this is just a bigger expansion, and they're marketing it as a sequel. Which isn't a big surprise. No, but it's just kind of no. like, you, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be fucking £55 for the game, £80 for the collector's edition. You want the season pass? Oh, that's £40 or £35. It's just gonna oh, fucking AAA industry yep. these days, man. That's why a bunch of people were just pissed off at Destiny when they were just throwing all these expansions and stuff, or when they announced that they were having a sequel in general and not letting you transfer your character over. Yeah, people pour they, their they, lives into Destiny. They they have to. They have to let you transfer your data. It's if, mind-boggling to me that they wouldn't. If they don't, nobody is yeah, buying exactly. this game. Nobody will buy this game. I'm sorry. People put so much time and money into this game. Yeah, yeah. It would it would offend so many people, especially being that it was upon the promise that this their their character this game would continue for a decade. Like, so that I guess a lot of people must have put a lot of work into that character because they're thinking this is my consistent character for ten years, sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. I, I hope they find a way to make that work because if they don't, they're gonna 
piss off a lot of people, a lot of I mean, yeah. people who would normally be their, you know, their shock troops, the most avid supporters, the people who poured their time and money into the, the game. As long as it's in the same console family, I really can't see a white reason why. You could yeah. upload your save data to the cloud system. Yeah, I don't see whether and then download it like from the cloud. Issue. It's just for a decade. There's gonna be a, another console coming out. You know, there's gonna be oh, yeah. whatever the PS5 is at some point. There will be and the Scorpio's coming out ended this year. But yeah, that, that's, as long as that, the cool thing about Xbox is that as long as it still runs Windows 10 as its like base operating system, it should be fine. Hmm. Yeah, as long as they don't change the operating system, there shouldn't be a problem keeping saves and transferring them and shit. And the point of Windows 10, as my IT inclined brother tells me, is it's supposed to be that they aren't making any more operating systems after that, theoretically. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard, is they're not mm. making any more, so they're, they're just constantly upgrading, which is why the only reason I upgraded to 10 was because I was pretty much guaranteed consistent support, basically, because they weren't making another one. Yeah. yeah, see, I upgraded to 10 because one night I went to sleep, and then I woke up, and it was Windows 10 now. My computer had updated <laughs> itself in my sleep uh, without my consent. Oh, and I was like, oh, this uh, is so rude. Now. Yeah, the love that. How rude. It's just quite offensive, is all. It kept saying to me for like several months, Oh, you would you like to upgrade to Windows ten? It's three and I'm like, No no, you're probably just gonna make all of my old disc based PC games incompatible now. I've got them all running now, I don't wanna change anything, thank you, everything's running fine. It was of one course... of the big it was one of the big reasons why I had to upgrade to analogue microphones. Because I was using USB microphones, but the one I was using didn't run on Windows ten. There was something about it, the, oh, wow. the, the drivers for it, um, it would cut out like every two seconds of audio. So you'd record like a five, six minute video, but you'd only get sort of, it would work out. Say you recorded a five minute video, you'd only get about four minutes and 40 odd seconds of audio. And you just have random parts missing. Um, so I was just like, you know, oh, fuck this. And I upgraded to analog. That, that hurt my wallet. Pray times. I hope I want that a lot. Good old Windows 10. Yeah. Good job, Microsoft. <laughs> um, theoretically, let's... that'll never happen again. So, Ray. Theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Exactly. Theoretically. Let's talk Facebook then. Yeah, let's talk Facebook. shit out of Facebook. Then. Facebook has decided to jump on the live stream bandwagon. It's about time. I knew one of these, these big social media things would jump on it. Do you know what, right? Like, Let's be honest. Okay, so right. Let's get the story out of the way first. Let's get the story out of the way first. So Facebook, okay. have, Facebook have announced that they have the live streaming capability for smartphones. That is now extended to those of you with a PC, desktop, or a laptop. You can stream your gameplay to your personal Facebook page. Um, there is now a live video option at the top of your timeline or news feed, allowing streaming to pages, groups, and events with the ability to insert custom graphics the feature can also be used with external hardware for everyone who, which was previously only available to pages so basically mm. like it's going toe to toe with Twitch let's be honest because before I came on here I, I'm getting back into streaming I've refurbed the Games Bullet and Twitch channel um, added Ooh. all the new logo and stuff um, and I'm going to get back into that come April 
I'm going to kick that back up and we will do that the uh, the listener stream at some point we'll do a bit of gears um, cheeky so I was on Twitch and I was like I, f- I forgot why I love Twitch so much the chat system's nice it all works nice oh, I, typed, yeah. I typed a message and <clears throat> within like four or five seconds the streamer was responding to what I was saying um, and then I got a notification I got a tweet from Jacksepticeye and it was like oh I'm doing a spontaneous Q&A come along so I was like, okay, fine. Let's see how YouTube streaming works. Jesus fucking Christ, that thing is across the fuck. <laughs> Jeez, oh my God. Like, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm watching the chat and nobody has said anything in the chat for about 35 seconds, like 35, 40 seconds. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, of- it was just watching like <laughs> chat diarrhea. It just all fucking came out of nowhere. <laughs> And it was just like there was a barrage of about a hundred comments, and I was you like, need to "Coin that term, <laughs> chat diarrhea." Ben. It was just a fucking barrage, and I was like, "I'm not even bothering to comment on this because, like, it seems to hold the comments and then just unleash them all at the same time, and then hold and unleash at the same time." And I was just, "This is just dysfunctional." No, I've definitely with using Twitch, I've definitely seen more response from like streamers if I type something in maybe not the first time because there's depending on how many people are actually watching they can't get to every response but most of the time they get back to everyone who's typing in the chat yeah I just this is going to be interesting because um, say you're a say you're a I don't know like a a a YouTuber and you don't want to get Twitch, but you're a YouTuber and you've got a popular Twitter channel, like a popular Twitter profile and a popular Facebook page. And let's say you've got like, I don't know, let's be realistic. You've got a hundred thousand, like you say you've got a hundred thousand subs and your Facebook page has 34,000 likes. You can then stream it's your game. Rather specific. No, I'm just saying like 34,000. 34,000. Um, you can then stream your gameplay to your fans on Facebook rather than having to sign up for for a Twitch channel and all of that shit. Yeah, it's a good way to expand your channel, especially if you have like a a small YouTube channel or you're just starting out Twitch. It's definitely a good way to expand to more more people as well, to to view your content. It just all depends on the chat system. I find like any any kind of streaming platform, it always comes down to the chat system. It'll also mm. be interesting to see if Facebook are gonna um, offer a lot of monetized uh, bonuses to like and like basically pay because people Twitch stream for a living. Are mm, they yeah, going to like be offering some way for people to make a salary doing it via Facebook? If not, then people aren't gonna do it. I think yeah, and I think that's why Twitch excelled because like one, it was possible to get a partnership with Twitch, mm. which always attracted people, and then. You have the panels underneath the stream. So, like, those of you who watch on mobile or tablet, you may not know, but when you watch on desktop, you can... And they've done it now. Like, I haven't used Twitch for about six or seven months. And and it does it now. You scroll down from the video player and you can look at the panels. And in the panels, it'll be, this is who I am, this is where I stream, this is where you can donate and all of this kind of shit. Mm. So that's nice because now when you scroll down the video goes into the bottom corner so you can still see the video playing while you're looking at these panels so that's really nice because you can go down and read about about this person and what they do and who they are 
And yeah, I think I've seen that recently as well too. All this like bio stuff, but still watch mm. the game play. When I was watching Twitch, if you scrolled down, that was it. You lost the screen. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that when I was watching before. Well, it's so, kind of like like YouTube on mobile. Like if you you can like minimize your little video and scroll through other things, but your video will still play at the little bottom yeah, screen. Yeah, exactly. Well too. I think the, the only thing that Twitch is missing, unless I'm unaware that they do it, is YouTube allows you to rewind a stream. Oh, so you can start the stream from the beginning if you yeah, start, you can I, jump into it like late. I don't think. I don't know if they could do that on Twitch. I jumped into the YouTube stream that I was watching after about an hour and a half, and I had the capability to rewind all the way back to the beginning. But you could, like, with... You can save your broadcast as well, too. Like, a lot of Twitch streamers have all their broadcasts saved. Yeah, but... So you can go back and watch it again, but not while mm, it's that's only That's only for, like, 14 days, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It doesn't stay there for... And you have to, like, save a highlight, and it can only be so long as well. So uh-huh. I think th- this is the problem always with live streams as well is that everything always gets compared to Twitch because mm-hmm. it's always like why am I going to stop using Twitch and start using this? That's why Hitbox yeah, never really took- be the big thing. That's why Hitbox never really took off much. Um, Hitbox is reportedly the exact same as Twitch but with uh, a shorter delay. Apparently, there's only a two second delay on Hitbox between the streamer and the commenter. And like so, so say I'm playing something, you're seeing everything that I'm playing literally two seconds after I play it. Yeah, there is kind of a uh, a gap or a lag in with Twitch as well too, versus when I'm playing and when you're actually seeing it. I just I think that this Facebook thing is only going to really apply to people who to to the a specific bunch of people, people with enough of a Facebook following. Like yeah, I, or they could just expand their following yeah, even more. I would never stream my gameplay to my friends. <laughs> Maybe that's just me personally. I and would never stream gameplay family. to my personal no, page. Your friends and your family watching and your you Facebook know, stream. You know full well that's what this is going to become. Yeah. The, the thing is, we know... I mean, I don't know. A few months ago when they introduced regular live streaming, I don't know if any of your friends did that, guys. But I had a few that did it. And there was this one girl that did it quite frequently. And I'd get notifications about it every time she did it on my phone. And one like time she did it, I decided to actually, you know, I might as well watch it, see what the fuss is about. So I went on, and it's not a girl I actually know very well. Um, it's sort of someone I have a sort of acquaintance-based relationship. I, I, I in, we enjoy each other's company, but we don't really know each other. And I'm watching her talk to her friend and comment back to people on Facebook and things. And then she suddenly goes, oh, Greg's watching. I'm like, oh, fuck. She, there's a readout <laughs> of the people who are watching. And she's like, hi, Greg. And I'm like, oh, no. I have to comment back. I have to have a relationship. I have to talk. I don't know this person. Oh, what if I just leave? I can't leave. So I have to be like, oh, hi. I am procrastinating. Ha, ha, ha. Supposed to be writing essay. And she's like, ha, ha. That's crazy. I didn't go to uni. And like, that's. You, you're probably having fun and she's like I am having fun and then I was like well got to go <laughs> and I was like right I never click on any of those live streams ever now because it's like because yeah. you get a notification know. of like who's who's watching now it's like oh yeah, they can watching see they know who's watching Jared they know it's me <laughs> I can't watch they'll know they'll ask me questions they'll talk to me and I'll be on the spot and I'll feel like a weirdo I can't just leave <laughs> I'm just gonna talk 
You you just want to watch them in peace without them knowing? That's good, Greg. I Hmm. I just wanted to just see what was going on, like, for a minute or two and then go back to my business. I didn't want to get awkwardly caught up in a conversation with someone well, that I that barely was your know. first mistake. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, and I know now not to do that. And that is a cautionary tale from me to you, listeners, and also to these two. <laughs> Don't go down the rabbit hole. I know it looks tempting when they throw the rabbit hole at you six times a day, but don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it. I was just looking up to see how you know, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... How many phase? See, this is what I mean. Like, this is where it might excel a bit. Twitch has one million monthly active users, whereas Facebook has one point eight billion. Yeah. See, that's what I was saying about getting to a broader audience as well. To maybe someone that wouldn't usually go on to Twitch, um, or just primarily uses Facebook or something like that. They would see your live stream and maybe like it and Plus, tell I mean, a friend about it or something like that. Yeah. It kind of depends. Like. How many people, like, say you're out on the go, how many people have Facebook installed on their phone compared to how many people have Twitch installed on their phone? Yeah, exactly. Because Twitch it's doesn't have a mobile app, but... Yeah. It's going to come down to, like, the streamer. Like like you said, why were, why would someone leave Twitch and do, like, Facebook or something like that? What is Facebook going to offer that's going to be more... In... Yeah, in, unless there's a low... Unless there's a shorter delay... Yeah. Uh, if there's a shorter delay and the Twitch si- and the chat system works nicely, maybe, maybe it could be a competitor, but it has a lot to come up to. Twitch is holding a pretty high standard. I think oh, the yeah. people who already have a following on Facebook and nowhere else, so people that have like a meme page or whatever might do it. And I think the people who want to get into live streaming and like the pre-programmed huge audience of Facebook and don't want to jump into Twitch just yet, we'll use it. But if Facebook don't offer anything meaningful in terms of salary, then people like it's never really going to take off. You won't get professional streamers on Facebook. You'll just get casual, amateur, I just want to switch on a camera and laugh for 20 minutes what? while I shoot dog meat sort of people. That sounds, that sounds awesome. The thing I'm confused about just before we move on is that it just says that you need a PC, desktop or a laptop to stream games. Is that a monitor capture? Because, I mean, for instance, when I start going back onto Twitch, I'm going to be using OBS. And yeah. that, le- that lets me position my webcam, position my gameplay, add an overlay. I can add whatever the fuck I want to it. So it, is it just going to be a straight-up monitor capture? Are you just going to get people, like, streaming movies and shit and just being like, yeah, at this time, I'm streaming this movie? Well, it's like- like with Instagram, Instagram has like the live stream thing now, and um, one of the acquaintances I follow, he went to go see like the new Beauty and the Beast movie, and he was just live streaming it off of Instagram the whole time he was oh. in the theater. Yeah, the whole time he was in the theater, he was just live streaming off oh, of Instagram. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. Mm. And this Did is what you I mean. watch? No, I, I didn't watch it. He's not going to admit to that, is he? Come on. I, I didn't watch it. I swear. <laughs> Cut it, cut it. bad kids. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we have we have two left. Let's talk about Nintendo Switch. Ooh, the exciting part of this. Whoa, Ooh. I'm pumped. Have you, have you got your Switch yet, Jared? No, Greg, I don't. Just well, we have no Switch correspondent on this show until you get one. 
I want one so bad. <laughs> 1.5 million Switches sold in the first week of release. That's When they first came out and said that, hey, we want to do 2 million in the first month, I was like, they're not going to do 2 million in the first month. But now it's like, it's yeah, they did. They did nearly 2 million in the first week. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's crazy. I think Xbox did 2 million like the first four months or something. Yep. Um, apparently the Pro Controller is, I've, everyone I've seen talk about it says it's really nice. Apparently it's like impossible to find. Um, Nintendo, oh, yeah. Nintendo originally planned to have 8 million consoles manufactured by the end of March 2018. This number's now doubled to just under, well, nearly doubled to just under 16 million. So they're, they're hoping mm. and thinking they will sell 16 million in a year, is what that's basically well, saying. Well, let's, let's be honest, right? So in a minute, pretty much the people buying the Switch are the people who love Nintendo. The people who are like, yeah. I just have to have this, even though I can only play Zelda and Super Bowl well, yeah, and see, I need this game. I need to have it. Yeah. Well, that was a problem. That's only That was the only game available that was console selling. That's why only really Nintendo fans bought it, because other than Zelda, you're not going to buy it for the birthing of Isaac or whatever. Or That's what I mean. So, to for have, other games like that. To have birthing one point, of Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> to have 1.5 million it's, people, I think it's called the Binding of Isaac. Jared. Yeah, but isn't like the new, the new like yeah, bundle with all birthing. the DLC called Birthing? Oh, is that yeah, Greg, get out of here! Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Fuck off, Jared. No, it's just, it's just Binding. Hang on, hang on, hang on, gents. No, hold on. I look up the Switch version. I know I'm, I'm probably wrong, but. <laughs> oh, it's called Afterbirth. That's why the Binding of oh, Isaac. Oh, see, afterbirth. there's birth in the name. I was right. Um, <laughs> That's not <laughs> <laughs> the birthing of Isaac. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm so... Jared, and I play the birthing of Isaac. <laughs> Come and look at my birthing of Isaac console, everyone. It has Isaac on it. I can see watch me, it. Watch me oh my play gosh, birth... is that what I sound like? I'm so sorry. <laughs> watch me play birthing of Isaac on Facebook. <laughs> yes, everyone, come oh, to fine. my stream. I'll do it in an American accent. Um, howdy, y'all! I'm playing <laughs> the the birthing of Isaac on Facebook. How, how did I know that was that was the accent you were gonna go with? I knew it right when you said I'm gonna do an American accent. I was like, oh, here it comes. I'm gonna put on my boots real quick in my hat. That's right, commenter. I'm working on a degree in kinesiology. You just sound like an elderly man now. <laughs> I've been prospecting since 49. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Greg, what, what would we do without you? Uh, probably, probably a lot happy. of the same Probably things. be happy. We, we'd, we'd probably, probably finish quicker as yeah, well. Yeah, we'd, we'd probably not have a derailed <laughs> podcast, but that wouldn't be as fun. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I can bring fun into your lives and mock Jared's people every week. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine, he says. So, wow. are, you, are you actually going to buy a Switch now, Jared? Are you not going to... Like, I'm waiting until Super Mario Odyssey comes out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm actually going to get one, uh, hopefully, in April. Well, I want to get Ukulele on the Switch, and I wanted to get um, Splatoon 2. That's one of the big things Can, that you I You don't want ARMS? No? I do want to get arms. It looks it looks interesting, but I don't know if that's that's that was not the, the reason least why enthusiastic. I... <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> it looks That's not the reason I'm going to buy a Switch, though. I'm, I'm not going to buy it for that. I mean, it does have like good games coming out for it. Like you said, Mario comes out at the end of the year, too, which looks crazy exciting as well. But You have anything, Greg? Are you going to be grabbing a Switch? Um, if price goes down, yeah. I mean, I it's interesting because my sort of gauge of how to. well something's doing it's uh, the same people that played Pokemon Go and were interested in Pokemon Go are saying that they want to get a Switch and they're <laughs> quite casual like people they don't really play games that much they like gaming but they don't really Hold play on games here. I played Pokemon Go well, no, 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 but I'm saying <laughs> it's kidding. got broad appeal like yeah. like the Wii did it's interesting people broadly people are seeing the marketing for it and thinking oh that looks like fun, a mobile console, it's got Zelda, like, it's it's appealing to a lot of people, I think potentially, I don't know if it will be as big as the Wii in the long term, because the oh, Wii... Oh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be as big as the Wii at all. Yeah. Just but, because the Wii brought it to, like, you saw, like, elderly people playing the Wii as well, too, I don't think they're going to, it doesn't really appeal to them, the Switch doesn't really appeal to that demographic. Like you, Jared, we saw you playing the, the Wii... After your prospecting days. After your prospecting days. Are you calling me old? <laughs> yeah, I was like, so, is I that what it's called? I don't know how feel here. It was a... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It's fine. I, I don't know. I, like, the Switch is it's going to be weird. Really, until the big games come out, you're really not going to know how this is performing. Like, you can throw as many sales figures as you want. Yeah. But until some of the bigger games come out like in a minute you've just got everybody going oh oh my god Zelda and just yeah, like exactly. buying the Switch yeah I, I, I think, think for me it's just like I love mobile gaming like I bring my 3DS to like school and stuff like that as well too I think just that appeal of being able to play console grade games on the go is very yeah appealing. Skyrim's coming out in like July isn't it June or July yeah exactly like that that would be awesome to bring Skyrim on the go. I'd be interested to see how well that actually performs on the yeah. Switch. Because um, it's the remaster as well, isn't it? It's not it the is original. The yeah, it is. Yeah. But I'd, they... I'd be interested to find out if it just has like stupid loading screens or like it's got some weird render distance or anything stupid like that. Like I'd be interested to see what people actually have to say about that. Did you see and... um, everybody claim everybody saying about the fact that well, one, the Switch has a plastic screen. It's not glass. It's plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they were putting it in the dock, there was something in the dock that was scratching the screen. Yeah, there's been lots of like talk about issues with the Switch starting off. I mean, it, it's been like a decent amount of people, but not everybody. There was like the screen scratching, and then there was like the left Joy-Con sync problem and stuff like that as well, too. Yeah, but I think Nintendo were sorting that out now. Yeah, yeah, they did. They talked about the left Joy-Con problems and um, everything. Yeah, before before we move on, the one thing I'll say is that if you haven't already, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll link the Game Theory video in the description. Did you guys see the Game Theory video on the Nintendo Switch? No. No, but I can pretend to. Uh, basically, oh, yeah, that video. Oh, what a great video. Wow. There's a bunch of patterns that came out with the Switch about how the Switch might use... VR. augmented reality technology oh i think i did see that um and how there's also a pattern for 
a virtual reality looking headset that has the switch being able to be slid into it. I didn't see that, yeah. Um, I don't know how well that's going to work out. I mean, the 3DS already had, like, the augmented reality. You had, like, those... Oh, I don't know what they're called. They're, like, little cards, like the Mario cards, and you could scan them and the little Mario character would come out and stuff I thought like you that. was going to talk about that weird, <clears throat> the weird game on the 3DS where you can put your face onto the thing that flies around and you shoot Oh, no, no, shit. we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened, Ben. Uh, I think that was, like, a free-to-play game on the 3DS. I can't... Because, I mean, what if that's true, then what the Switch is potentially doing is VR on the go. Which sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> VR I doubt and they AR will on the be go. able to do VR on the go. I imagine that would be for, like, home more mode more than, yeah. oh, you can do VR on, on a bench in a park. Like, no, I mean, look only- at all the people that got hit by cars while playing Pokemon Go, like... Well, no, yeah. obviously, you're not going to walk around, but, like, if you're sitting on a fucking... <laughs> like, if you're sitting on a train... From no, what I... you're not going to do that in public! Hang on, one sec, I will... Um... <laughs> you look such a twat! Everyone will rob you from your but bag that's the, that's while you I... think you're in Skyrim! That would be the idea of it, though, wouldn't it? Why are you going to make this Nintendo that's portable and potentially has a VR headset if it's not meant to be portable VR? I don't think so. I don't think portable VR is going to be... Ben, it's not going to happen. It's a terrible idea for everyone Look, involved. Hang on, here, here, here. I will send you this article from Polygon. I don't want to see your articles. <laughs> we don't want to see it, Ben. We don't want... We're done with your rubbish today. Look at this. Look at you're this. trashing cities, you're saying they look bad. No. <laughs> you're saying that people should use VR on the go. Oh, what are you today? You, you're not the Ben I fell in love with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely believe you. I saw the article where they were saying they wanted to, or like they had the patent for the VR with the Switch and how the, the Switch uh, like tablet thing slides into the helmet. But I just don't know if that's going to be like portable they're going to want it to be i don't know that they'll it won't they'll make it so that it can't be enabled when it's not in the dock that it's going to only be home that they nintendo will get in far too much trouble if they try to make vr work on the go it's i don't think we're going to see how how are they going to make it so that it has to be in a dock when you slide the switch screen into the headset i mean don't get me wrong I, I, i guess you'll be able to go outside with it i just don't know if that's how they're going to market it or that's what people will do if you had the capability to say you can have <laughs> vr while you're on your train to work you're not going to market hey, it that way hey, i have a vr headset i'm not going to wear it anywhere except for the comfort of my home with the doors locked and the blinds closed <laughs> <laughs> where no one can see me and no, no one, one can, can see me. me I already look like a tool wearing that thing to begin with I'm not going to go <laughs> on public and look like that wow. uh, okay that's, that's going to be interesting to see where they go I see them marking it as a portable maybe not like not a VR set that's capable of like PSVR or Vive stuff but yeah. like the article I was reading was saying something similar to like the Gear VR that Samsung do. Yeah. Where it's like low power shit rather than like you're not going to get VR Skyrim on the go. Or that... are you? Oh gosh, people would just 
Like, okay, goodbye, real reality. I'm just going to live in Skyrim yeah. for the rest of my you, life. You, you would just end up with Sword Art Online. That's what would happen. Oh, that'd be awesome. Billy, you know, go to your grandpa's house. No, I'll go thing. to Skyrim at grandpa's house. <laughs> Thank you, mother. <laughs> Don't mind me while I cast Wait, a magic on, spell at a butterfly. Greg, what would we do without you? I don't know. I really don't. It's not, let's, it's... Let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Go on. Because it's, it's getting late over here in the UK. Yeah, it's 1am, Jared. Mm. I know. It's like almost 6 o'clock. I was just about to... <laughs> I was off, just about to Jared. ask you guys what you thought of Horizon Zero Dawn and then I realised you're both Xbox players. I think it looks amazing. I would love to get it. That'd be the reason I'd probably buy a PlayStation. But I mean, I it. that and Spider-Man Homecoming um, are oh, making yeah. me increasingly think, oh, PS4, though. I've like, always wanted a PS4, though, but I just found a cheap Xbox, so Horizon, that's what I went with. Horizon Zero Dawn sold 2.6 million copies in its first two weeks, making it the Good best, job, Horizon. making it the best-selling new IP for the PS4. Well, did you play it? I've played it. I don't own it, but I have played it. Hmm. Um... It's it's weird. It's weird. Like it feels like it feels like it should be shit. It sounds it sounds horrible to say, but you're like, oh, this big open world with robot dinosaurs. It's very it's very Far Cry ish. There's main story quests, and then there's places that need to be liberated from bandits and uh. like that kind of whole explore the world. It's kind of like Far Cry in terms of the base freeing mixed with Assassin's Creed because you have to climb to the top of these creatures and override them to get access to the map for the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of the feeling that... Um, with robot dinosaurs. But you got dinosaurs, that's awesome. Yeah, f- I don't know. They're fucking daunting. Like, I went up against this thing called... The, I think it was called the Stormbird. It's like this big robot falcon. Um, and it's really clever that in terms of the combat system because you have a bow and arrow. But you have to target certain areas. So, for instance, um, this thing, it had like a cannon on the front of it that was shooting electricity down towards me. So you had to try and disable the cannon or you could disable the wings so they can fly. Um, and it was all different areas of weaknesses that you could hit. And it was, it was, it was cool. It was interesting. Um, not my kind of cup of tea, though, personally. I wasn't a massive fan of it. Um, maybe that's because I was thrown in against a Stormbird, which is apparently really fucking hard to fight. <laughs> I was kind of thrown in at the deep end. I was like, oh, yeah, to, my, uh, to Reese, my friend. I was like, oh, you've got Horizon, haven't you? He's like, yeah, play it. He's like, I'm like a couple of hours into it, though. And, yeah, I got my ass handed to me. This, this bird just absolutely destroyed me. Huh. I always thought it looked interesting. It is very it- interesting. I feel like... If I started it from the beginning, um, then I would probably enjoy it. But being thrown in at the deep end wasn't a good experience. It rarely is with most games when that sort of thing happens to you. Like, you don't really get a good sense of a game when you're just randomly playing from a part of it. I think it would probably be... I, I'm, I think the game looks quite interesting. I, you see just nines, don't you, for it everywhere. Like, nines... Like, ev- like that's the only score I see it get. Like, just yeah. everywhere it's nine. I mean, I have to... Sorry, what was you going to say? I was going to say it's interesting because 2.6 million copies sold is a lot of copies, 
but I also heard that it had a really big budget. I wonder if they've actually met that budget. Mm. Let's see if I can find out. I just wanted to say that um, I was watching, so very, very slowly getting into Jim Sterling. Um, and I was watching the video he did about Horizon. And I didn't realize this. It didn't even dawn on me. Uh, Horizon Zero oh, Dawn geez. on you. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, the game doesn't have a season pass. There is no season pass for the game. Once you buy the game, that's it. You own everything in that game. Um, there's no microtransactions. If you want, you can upgrade your... So you can change your costume and basically you can craft your costume as well. So what you do is you craft certain elements. So you're like, I need frost resistance or I need electricity resistance. And you build, like, you attach fins to your weapons to give you those resistance and then you say you were fighting an enemy that has a lot of frost damage you would equip like not runes but that kind of fin to your weapon to give you frost resistance and then you would equip your frost resistant costume to help you take on that enemy and you can do that on the fly as well which is really cool um, I was just looking it up, but I think it said somewhere that it had like 47 million as a budget. Yeah, wow. I heard it had a big uh, budget. I'm just looking at this. Uh, Polygon 9.5, IGN 9.3, GameSpot 9, Game Informer 8.75, Edge 9. It's interesting that with their exclusive uh, PlayStation are avoiding things like season passes and microtransactions. Yeah. And with Xbox's big exclusives like Halo Wars 2, they've just yeah, doubled down and gone fucking hard on the microtransactions. Yeah. Wow, fuck Halo Wars 2, Halo Wars 2's microtransactions. Oh. PS4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn has a production budget of 47 million. That's a lot of money. That's a ton of money. It's only half of what it took to make Destiny. I wonder how if they I, I don't know the the 2.6 million copies I can't be fucked to do the math I don't think that does yeah but you don't uh, you don't do it that way do you because uh, you have to they don't make the money from us they make, they the, make money the money from, from retailers yeah and yeah, I don't yeah. know what the retail rate is for a video game yeah um, but they probably haven't made the money back yet it's I don't think they would have unless lots of people got special editions or whatever. I don't know. Um, they probably haven't made the money back yet, but even if they haven't, it's done a lot to advertise positively for the PlayStation console. And as oh, a yeah. first-party thing, that's what they want to be doing. Yeah, Especially it's... with a brand new IP. Yeah, exactly. It makes the platform look like they're generating new IP, which is interesting and engaging and people like it, and it's not a dick. Like, a big Shit, dick. Of <laughs> the adjectives. I'm. Ugh, Are you salty about off. Halo by any chance? Oh, Ben, why would they do it? Why? <laughs> it's just you don't put microtransactions, which are physically pay to win, into a multiplayer mode. You don't do it. It is just dumb. It, it kills. It's just suicide for your own game. But it's Why not, would you though, do it? it? 
because people roll over and accept it and they're like oh it's just yeah. a part it's just a part of gaming and as soon as that mentality sinks in it's not a part of gaming it no. shouldn't be no but it, it is but it shouldn't be but the thing is it's short termism it's it's killed Halo 5 Warzone. That pe- no one plays it anymore because the only people left, I hmm? presume, were all the people who sunk their fucking sh- money. Shall sh- 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 I let you in on a little secret, Greg? What's that, Ben? They don't care. They already have your money. I know, but the- ah, exactly. just stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what it boils down to. They have your money. They don't give a fuck. They've got what they fucking- want out of you. They're sawing the earth on their primary flagship franchise. I don't understand why, because it's just making people like Halo even less, because every fucking Halo game they play now, it just either doesn't work at launch, or expects <laughs> money out of you. Oh. I can see this is, a, this is a topic that you're very uh, passionate about, Greg. You know, we were saying earlier, I don't know if we were saying this when we were recording, but I was saying that I wanted to record the Shades of Greg about yeah. Halo Wars 2. And I was saying that I didn't have the passion and energy to do it, but now I'm feeling like only talking about it. So maybe after this, I'll go record it. You can You're welcome, Greg. See what we do here? It'll take about 10, 15 minutes for you to record. Oh, fucking Microsoft. I'm morons. I feel really bad for the people that made Halo Wars 2 and said to themselves that they were making a game that they loved making and clearly gave a real shit because the actual physical game is good, but the Blitz mode... The, the much-touted We be- Love Blitz mode, which, you know, it's, the, it's in the centre of all their marketing, it's a big deal, and it's quite fun, is fucking microtransactions filled. It's some, some games, you can play a match, and you actually cannot win it, because someone has spent so much money that the units they are putting out have even their hard counters. So say they put a vehicle out that's really high-leveled, because they bought it, um, you can put your anti-vehicle units out as many as you can. <laughs> they're screwed. But they're screwed because they can't win because there is physic- there's no competition. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> so it's so the blitz mode, the much touted and in fairness good fun for now. Blitz mode is going to die. It's going to be unplayable. <laughs> it won't work in several months because the only people who'll be left will be the people who put the money in, and they're going to be like, well, there's no fun, because there's no people who didn't put money in. <laughs> I'm the only one that's playing this. Yeah, they're the only ones left, the ones who sunk all of their money just to now break even with other players, and they're going to stop as well. And then nobody wins, because a very lovely mode, which had a lot of creative force in it, is just fucking dead, Ben and Jared. It's just dead. It's fucked. They killed it themselves. They did it. They saw what was going to happen. It happened already in Halo 5, but they did it again. You need to start recording right now, Greg. You need to start recording your Shades of Grey thing right now. I'm just remembering (laughs) that all of my housemates are also probably trying to sleep, so I won't record it because I'm just going to shout a lot. (laughs) But I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, And It's nice to see the passion, though. All of the stuff that I've been saying about like microtransactions and stuff it's nice to see I'm, I'm not the only one who sort of thinks that way I think most people think that way you, you'll be hard pressed to find people that say I love microtransactions especially no, but, like, in a multiplayer game well you never know you could look at like like kind of counter-strike players and they buy like the cosmetics and stuff yeah, but there the is a is... big difference between cosmetics and actual gameplay that's true enhancing as long as, long as, yeah, as, long as there's no stat changes 
it's okay. Yeah. I just, oh. I don't know. This is why I think we should have a movement. I think we should have a movement. I think we should boycott microtransactions. Yeah, I'll have a movement when I shit on Larry Herb's face. <laughs> I'm going to movement will poo on him and say, Stop it, Larry Herb. You're ruining it. You're spoiling it for everyone. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and on that note, um, <laughs> what, what else can I actually fucking say? Um, do you guys want to say anything before we finish off? I think I've said enough. <laughs> I, I haven't said nearly enough. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Greg still has a shit ton of stuff he wants to say. <sighs> right, well, uh, I'll tell next week. It should be done by then. I have no excuses over the next seven sure. days. I should be able to produce the Shades of Greg by then. The only thing that's really blocking me right now is because I want to rejig a lot of stuff and make everything look a lot nicer and work a lot nicer than the previous ones, which was just sort of thrown together. Not sort of properly. But... Next week, hopefully, we'll all be able to talk about it. And then everyone will say, oh, Greg, he was right all along. He said that it was disappointing. He said it wasn't going to go great. And he was sceptical when, uh, many weeks ago on the Games Bulletin... Not, uh, Game, yeah, Games Bulletin Podcast. That's what we're called. Games Bulletin Podcast. Um, I, then when they had like the, the creative director or whatever he was saying, oh, we're going to do our best not to make sure that there's a fee-to-pay element. Uh, well, fuck off. You were wrong. It's pay to win. That's what it was. Pay to win. We said all those weeks ago that I, we all said doubt it. We all said doubt it. But we were right. We were all at the back of the bus this time, or at the front, or wherever Rosa was. That, was sat. that a black reference? No. Is that what you're doing? We're Talking all about the back it's, of the bus. It's a good not friend. Everything is about, Jared. Not everything is about race, Jared. Yeah, Jared. I had to bring, Stop I had bringing to race to, to the podcast. In. I had to. <laughs> it's, it it's not tradition. A general, yeah. It's a, tra- it it's a, it's a podcast tradition. <laughs> Let's not make it a tradition. <laughs> We're capable of so much better, I'm certain, than just lowbrow race humour. Okay, well, I will leave your guys' social medias somewhere if you guys want to follow Greg and Jared to see what it is they have on their minds. Um, and um, you, if you don't want to, you don't have to keep a close yeah, don't, don't eye on to. Um, but like I'll tell you about it next week if I've made it or not and then well, you can go watch it next week we're not here <gasps> because I'm at EGX from Thursday <gasps> till Sunday and I don't have the I, I could record it but I don't have the means to edit and upload uh, so 99% sure there's not a podcast next week okay. but the week there's after that 1% We'll be here. Yeah. I'm back if again. If I don't have it done by that week, you're all, like, committed <laughs> to fucking shit or something. Go on, go on Greg's Twitter and just chew him a new one. Hmm. I have no excuse by that point. Well, we'll see you guys two weeks' time. Absolutely, chaps and chapettes and the otherwise inclined. Have a good chaps day. Chaps and chapettes. <laughs> otherwise inclined. Well, you know, got to be, gotta be inclus- inclusive. Guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>